You're listening to the Empath Insights Podcast. And in today's episode, I'm talking about how blame takes away your power. Stay tuned. I'm Rachel Hudson, and I help empaths just like you learn to thrive, learn to stop absorbing other people's stress, and embrace your natural gifts. I also teach you how to manage your sensitivities in this sometimes insensitive world we live in. Hey there, everybody. I am once again so happy to be back with you today. And in today's episode, I'm talking about assigning blame and really how it takes away our power as empaths. Now, I know a lot of times it seems very easy to blame someone else for our own emotions and how we show up in the world. So I just want to give you a little definition out of the Googles, out of the dictionary. So blame, the definition of blame is to assign responsibility to someone else. Think about that. So yeah, it's like the opposite of responsibility. So blame is really one of the worst things that you can do for yourself because then we're assigning the power to someone else and we are stuck in this victim mentality that we are probably trying to get out of or trying to get away from. And the definition of blame, assigning responsibility to someone else or about how you feel to someone else, it's very simple. So it's just very concise, very clean. And so when we have a good kind of definition of something like this, it's just a little easier for us to wrap our heads around this whole concept. So hear me out. So I want you to imagine the last 24, 48 hours, maybe someone else bothered you. Maybe you saw something on social media or TV or a story. There's always something. It could be something tiny, like somebody pulling out in front of you and you had to slam on your brakes and now you're mad and your whole day is ruined. That's pretty like simple. And I know it's kind of probably oversimplifying it, but sometimes that's how our day starts, right? It all started when this guy or gal decided to pull out in front of me. And then that was this morning and it's five o'clock in the afternoon or in the evening. And my day is still crummy because of that one thing. Okay, just see how the thought process starts to work here. So when we blame, we are literally given giving someone else responsibility for how we are feeling. It totally takes away your power. Now I catch myself doing this occasionally. I used to do it a lot. And I think as empaths, we do start to get into this power unless we're really, really mindful of not assigning blame to someone else. Now, because blame takes away your power, it just always seems very disempowering as it applies to how we're feeling. And how we're feeling dictates how we show up in the world, 
how we act around people, how we act around ourselves. We start making uh, stories up in our head because this person did or said this thing made me feel bad and now I'm going to act this way and I've given my power to this person. Now there's a huge difference between responsibility and blame. Now, blame always, this is, I'm laughing because I catch myself. Blame always feels good in the moment. It feels good to blame somebody else because they said this thing and now I feel this way and it's all their fault. You have someone to point the finger at. Think of it this way. It's kind of like saying that if someone else is responsible for how I feel, I have to depend on them if I want to change how I feel. You might need to rewind this, you know, skip back 15, 30 seconds and listen to that again, because I had to stop and take a pause. Now, where am I learning all of this from? Well, I have been involved in the Life Coach School as a student for, I would say, almost a year now. And I have signed up for the Life Coach Certification Program, which took a lot of thinking and a lot, you know, to figure out if this is what I really wanted. Oh, wow. And as soon as I clicked the button to pay or whatever, I felt amazing. I started really diving into the material. And there's all of these, all of this material on the topic of responsibility and blame. And I was just blown away. So yeah, I'm getting a lot of my information from the school that I am involved with, which is the Life Coach School. And it's run by a woman named Brooke Castillo. You might want to look it up. They've got amazing podcasts as well. So going back to blame, it's like Just say I am the director of this movie called My Life, or I'm the manager of my life, and I'm handing out responsibilities left and right, and I've actually chosen the people that I like the very least to be responsible for how I feel when I feel upset or angry or frustrated. I blame them. We blame the other people that we don't even care for that much or assign responsibility to them for our emotions. So I see this a lot in these little, these social media squabbles. And I'm just like, Ooh, I have to take a step back. And I'm like, these people are really invested in this other person making them feel this way. And I'm sure I do not have to explain it, but I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. You've either witnessed it or unfortunately been a part of it. And I don't think anybody does it intentionally, but sometimes there's this knee jerk reaction to comment. I have never seen it work out beautifully. I may be wrong somewhere out there, but you never know. So I usually try to like exit that little thread really quickly because it's just too much drama, if you know what I'm saying. But if you want an example, that's a really good example. Other people are assigning responsibility for how they feel. So I want you to take a moment to step back and see where this might be showing up in your life. It could be something as simple as your kids said that they would make their bed. It was a deal. You've prepaid them their allowance or whatever, and they never did it. Therefore, your whole day is ruined. It could be something like 
someone takes out is responsible for taking out the trash in the family. They blow it off and we miss trash day. And now we have all this trash piled up until the next trash day. But we make it mean that, you know, they're responsible how, for how we feel. Very simple example. So taking out the trash might be an appropriate uh, task to assign responsibility to. Assigning responsibility to someone else for an action. Just say you're a part of a work collaboration. You depend on someone in another department to make sure your workday runs smoothly and then someone drops the ball and you know the rest of the story. People say and think things and everybody gets up, their feathers ruffled and we all make it mean something because we're making a story up in our head about what it actually means. This type of responsibility, say taking out the trash or work collaboration, this type of blame assigns someone else a responsibility for their actions. And this is very normal. And I want you to keep in mind that doing this doesn't cause us pain or any type of emotional discomfort. Their lack of effort is why they didn't take out the trash or they didn't order that thing that needed to come in so you could do your job. Their mistake could be why the project didn't get done. Maybe they didn't order this thing and that's why it didn't arrive on time. Again, it is very appropriate to assign a responsibility, which is an action. It has no meaning, right? Unless we make it mean something. But when blame enters the picture, it's a completely different emotion. When blaming someone extends to how you feel and show up in the world, that's when it gets really muddy. That's when it gets really complicated. I would love to remind you that no one else is responsible for how we feel. Our own thinking causes our feelings. Now, when I first was learning all about this, I, I mean, I'm not going to say I was ready for a fight, but y'all, I was like, hang on one cotton pick a minute. Just a second. I got to figure this out because I certainly had a lot of questions, but I had a lot of work to do on my own. Like where am I assigning responsibility for my feelings? I get to have any feeling I want. I get to think anything I want. No one else is in charge of my thinking, but me. Now, if this is a new concept and you're like side eyeing me, like, come on, Rach. I don't think so. Totally fine. I felt the same way when I started to learn these concepts. And I would love to invite you to look at this as a challenge for your mind that no one else is responsible for how we act, right? That's 100% up to us, how we show up in the world. So I'll give you another example of responsibility and how assigning 
responsibility inappropriately, what that might look like. You did something to me. Therefore, I turn around and do something to you back. I mean, we see this a lot in certain areas of life. But what it really is, is assigning responsibility inappropriately. And if you're still doing this as an adult, this might be a good opportunity to start writing it out. Like, hey, you know, I catch myself doing this. Um, you know, someone says something to me and then I say something back that's just as snarky or not as nice. It never makes you feel good. So you're really looking to see how you feel after you do or say something like that. So what's really hard for most people to believe is that nobody's ever responsible for how we feel. It's hard. It took me a long time to really wrap my head around this. But let me tell you, from experience, there is so much freedom in owning responsibility for your own feelings. Okay, and it's a challenge. And it might take you a while to kind of figure it out as you go along. And it's really difficult for most people. But we can always, but we always cause our own feelings by our thinking. I'll remind you that we cannot have a feeling without a thought causing it. So I want to ask you something. Think about a friend that you're close to and you guys can talk about anything and everything. And they say one thing like, what did you do today? Or somebody sends a text. Okay, let's do that. Someone sends you a text and you're really good friends with them or you're really close to them. Like, hey, what did you do today? And you're like, oh, well, I did this, this and this. And then someone that you don't really care for (laughs) or someone that you have a a strained history with sends you the same text. What did you do today? You might make that mean, what did you do today? (laughs) I promise y'all I have done that. My sister can say one thing and my dad could say one thing and my mom can say one thing and they're all going to be a little bit different because I'm like, what did they mean by that? And then I make up stories in my head. Okay. Cause I've done this and I know I'm not the only one make up stories in my head and I make them believable. And then I feel yucky and then I feel sad or I feel like the world's against me because I have suddenly got dropped into this victim mode. I have done this. I catch myself when I'm starting to do it. So if that has ever happened to you, I would love to know because it is very common. I coach on this all the time. We make and listen, y'all texts and sometimes even emails. We can assign a tone. (laughs) We can assign a tone to a text and make it mean something completely different and it doesn't mean anything. It's completely neutral. We sometimes borrow feelings or thoughts, especially if you're an emotional empath and someone that you're talking to is emotional about something that happened to them. And then you're carrying it around with you just like it happened to you because that's what happens. I promise you, you can change that. You can let that go. You do not have to take that on. So empaths, this is 
great news. And my highly sensitive friends out there, great news. Who is responsible for how we feel? Okay, this is where boundaries come in. This is where intuition comes in. This is where managing your mind comes in. This is where you have to use your tools. Otherwise, you will slip into this victim mode and it doesn't feel good. It might feel good for a little while, like "Mm, not my responsibility. I get to blame somebody else. But over time, it keeps us stuck. And there's that heavy feeling surrounding us. And, you know, empaths, we frequently take responsibility for how other people feel. We feel guilty if we don't do something for someone else. And that is a lot of just conditioning of maybe how we've grown up or how we allow other people to treat us. But I'm telling you, there's so much freedom freedom in taking responsibility and getting out of the blame game. We cannot change someone else's behavior in order to change how we feel. I coach so many people and I've been coached on this too. I'm like, if only this person would do this and be different or act differently, then I could feel better. And I'm like, ooh, wait a minute. That is assigning too much responsibility. Listen, people, they ain't gonna change. We have to be the ones to create those subtle changes in our lives. Now, when we change, other people might get a little bit frustrated. They might get their feathers ruffled because we've changed. But this is you stepping into your power, which is so liberating. Now, going back to how we are not responsible for how other people feel. (laughs) Have you ever, listen, I've done this. Have you ever changed your behavior to change how someone else felt? Like, well, I've got to be this way in order for them to like me. In In order to fit in. We really don't have to change our behavior to change how other people see us. There's just so much freedom in that. And this is so important when it comes to things like success or really um, like stepping into a a new version of yourself. Think about when you were in your 20s and throughout your 20s, you had this 20s self. And so I'm in my 50s. So I can definitely look back and go, okay, in my 20s, wow, I totally had a lot of interesting thoughts. And I was very insecure. And I relied on other people for my emotional well being. And then in my 30s, I would say my 30s, I started to get a little bit wiser in my 40s, I felt like, oh, I get it now. So it takes a while. I also didn't have the tools that we have now. So you guys that are younger, you have so much at your fingertips and use all of these lessons and teachings to your advantage. So if someone is upset by the choices that you are making, maybe it's a family member and you are trying to find your own voice, so to speak. Other people are going to be a little bit upset because you are changing. You are stepping out of that 
bubble. Maybe it's a family bubble. Maybe it's a friend bubble. Maybe you are, you know, your friend group just doesn't really feel like um, it fits anymore. And that's okay too. We all grow and change. I have some questions for you, some exercises to try on. And they're just a few writing exercises that really have helped me. And I'll just give you three of them. I have several of them, but I'm just picking out my top three questions. And it's going to help you start to realize what's really going on. So the first question is, I want you to think of someone in your life who according to you, you think causes you pain, discomfort, or stress. Maybe it's your boss. Maybe it's a parent or sibling. Maybe it's a friend who's they're like, you're like, not really my friend, but maybe it's someone close to you. Maybe it's your neighbor. Some people have neighbors that they don't get along with coworker, um, maybe even your spouse or kids or someone that you don't know, but you might see them on television. You can't quit watching them, but you're going to assign blame to them because it's just really convenient. Number two, how do you assign them responsibility for your emotions? Well, what does that look like? It could look like he or she hurt my feelings. He or she said something that upset you. It was their tone. They didn't sort the laundry, take out the trash, didn't do what they said they were going to do, et cetera, et cetera. Number three, I want you to take a few moments and make a list (laughs) of, I'm laughing because this one was the one that I'm like, oh, I see what I'm doing. Take a minute and list the people you have blamed for your emotions or your actions in the past. I, for example, I'm doing this because this person did this. <laughs> I'm laughing just at myself because I'm like, oh, I have a list here that you, it's a mile long, y'all. Make a note of any of the specific things that you have blamed them for doing. So you want to na- name the person, Mary, Sue, or whatever. She stole my idea at work and used it as her own. Hmm. Or this other person, he made an appointment with me, but he didn't show, or he showed up late, or he never called. Therefore, you're assigning responsibility because now your day is just really shot, okay? I actually have a bonus question for you. I was just gonna limit it to three, but you know, here we are. How might you have behaved differently if you'd never ever blamed these people in the first place? Like you could create a new story with that. Like here's a new version of the story. And how has blaming them disempowered you? For example, you could think about the freedom that you would allow yourself to feel. Like if you're like, this person just said these things, big deal. I want you to also think about how much time you gave to this person who said the thing or did the thing. They're probably walking around with a clean, clear conscience 
and your story just got bigger and bigger. And then ask yourself, because I, ooh, I used to do this. I would tell this story over and over to anyone who would listen to it. Not helpful, not helpful at all, but it taught me some really, really good lessons. So if this has helped you in any way, let me know. Also, this might have created a list of questions for you. Please let me know as well. You can always find me on Instagram, Rachel K. Hudson. Also, if you are an empath and you would like to join my private Facebook group, it's the Empath Insights private Facebook group. Just the sweetest people in this group, really and truly. Um, it's a very helpful group. They've got a lot of great, insightful questions, and I love it because they help each other as well. So you are more than welcome to join us over there if you're in the Facebooks. If you're not, that's also okay. And if you have any suggestions for me in the future on what to talk about, or if you have any questions about life coaching, I am in the middle of certification right now. So I will probably be talking about that a little bit more. I'm learning so much every day and I'm so happy to be a part of the program. And I want to let you know that you can change how you think because it's going to change how you feel and how you feel directly impacts how you show up in the world which impacts the results that you get on a daily basis. If you're ready to start thriving as an empath, I'd love to invite you to work with me one-on-one. Go to my website, rachelkhudson.com and click the tab that says work with me and we can schedule a free consultation. Well, I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Be kind to yourself. Say nice things to yourself and be kind to others.